All right, I hit the button. <laughs> so that's that's amazing that that there's that little red light now in my shop. I don't even know how you got. Where do you have that wire going to? It's, it's like uh, like on air. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Pen over, I'll show you. Oh, no. Here Man, I, I haven't been able to see that in a long time. Uh, there's that. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe, I've said too much, the proctologist's office of the internet radio. My name is Mike, and I will be your host this evening. I am joined, as always, by my good friends, Izzy Swan, of all things, IzzySwan.com. Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Woodshop, and also Joel's Frogs. Ah, there they are. <laughs> <laughs> On cue. I didn't even add that afterward, although I could. Oh and make it cooler. That's right. You could just a ribbit here or there. So, gentlemen, I think we should do a 15-minute podcast tonight. What do you think? Just to see if anyone's paying 15? attention. Sure. Uh, no, no, no. How about this? Let's do an hour. Let's do 15 minutes, but put it somewhere in the hour. I say we just keep, I say we do 15 minutes. And I'll just loop it four times. Just see, <laughs> anybody's, <laughs> see if anybody's paying attention. Yeah. Like, like, what? Did, what? Did, they, did they just say that? Why do you do the <laughs> intro again? <laughs> That's ridiculous. So, Mike, oh. how are you doing? Fantastic. I, uh, I mean, I say that because it's what people want to hear you say. But no, I mean, things are good. I got uh, actually. So we record this Monday nights most of the time. So I just hit the button to send last week's episode out. So Into right the now world, there are people to, to give it a birth. There, there are people currently listening to that that are <laughs> standing on a ledge, leaving a note behind on the rail. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not worth it. So yeah. So sorry. I'm actually. I had to edit that and then listen to it again. And I thought to myself, I was like, there's, I'm not really putting this online. I, I just not. And uh, like and 20 you did. minutes ago, I put it online. It's, <laughs> so, you it's crazy guy, you. Oh, People's I just want, iPhones I just want one person to be helped by it. That's it. It's, I just want one person. That's all. And after they tell me they've been helped, I'm deleting it forever. <laughs> so, but that's, that's actually a really good plan. Like if I were the guys on reclaimed audio, like I would just text uh, Mike and be like, uh, "Listen, that that really helped me out." And Mike's like, "Okay, delete." delete and now, gone. now the next one, you know, the next show comes on, and they're like, "I was really helped by that." And the, and you're like, <laughs> "Okay, delete." Great, great. And then all the people, are like, "Hey, why are you on episode fifty three? Fifty three after forty eight, <laughs> right?" You're like what? Is that this weird? Is, this is how we get Mike to delete all our episodes. Yeah, we don't do math, right? The, uh, I, I'll tell you what, I had some really fun time in the shop. I was enjoying being a woodworker and, uh, and tweaking some things and getting some things done and straightened up amongst other things. I've got 15, you know, irons in this fire, but it was a, it was a, it was a fun day today. Actually, I had a, I had a lot of fun just hanging out with my guys and the shop's a little smaller now, so I don't. I know this sounds a little insane, but I, I try not to go in there too much because what ends up happening is I will disrupt the flow and they're all professionals now. I don't know. I don't know professional what <laughs> your kids are all grown up. My kids are all grown up. I, <laughs> I don't honestly, I have to answer maybe 10 to 15 questions in a day 
And if I don't show up, there's almost no loss of, of love or life. So, um, so yeah, so I hung out today. We got some things tweaked, we got some things done, got some processes in place, a little bit of cleaning odds and ends stuff that I like doing. And, uh, I sat down, I literally sat on a pile of plywood. I was in the middle of the shop and just watched them work. And, uh, they're just, they're just, God bless. They're good. Hmm. So it's, it was, it was a nice kind of Zen moment of, you know, when, when everything is just the systems are there and the people know them and they like them and they excel at them and you could just step back and maybe this is only a manager thing because not everybody's in a managerial position, but, but at least the manager side of me said, Oh, this is really nice. This is like, this is if you're in the restaurant business and the orders are flying in, but things aren't getting like in the weeds, like things are flying out just as fast as they're flying in and you're getting the stuff and people are smiling and glasses are chinking and you know, all the things are happening and people are laughing as they're walking out the door. That kind of feeling came, came back and it was, it was a nice, cool, uh, you know, Hey, sales are doing good. The guys are, you know, working harder than they should technically mm. for, for summertime and, uh, which is good. And they're just rolling and, uh, it was awesome. So that was my, that was my kind of Zen moment today. Hmm. You know, it's funny you said it cause I actually had something similar. I was, uh, I, we're the new job I'm at. They, we, we were kind of brought in there to, um, sort of orchestrate some changes to the systems and product flow and things like that. So, um, and it not just us, the, the whole company is, you know, kind of shifting a whole bunch of technologies and processes and all this stuff. And I was, uh, I stood up at one point and I have an office, but I don't go in it. And instead I asked for a, um, a desk out on the floor so I can hear guys and, you know, kind of be around them. And I don't like the idea of, Hey, look at me. I'm better than you behind this wall. You know, kind of <laughs> never, I never thought that was a real good sort of, you know, the optics on it at the very least are bad, but I also need to be around people because, you know, for those of you who haven't noticed, I like to talk and uh, talking to myself, although entertaining, doesn't, it's hard to pass eight hours. I can get to five, <laughs> anything outside of that, it's uh it gets a little monotonous, but uh, I was standing up and I just, everybody was kind of on the phone and, you know, they were all doing their thing. And, uh, you know, I was just, uh, I, I felt actually a moment of pride for the guys that we went over there. Because, you know, there's just, there's, there's some things that are, um, there's, there's some things we've had to basically just stop doing altogether that the company did for a long time. And then some new processes we're putting into place and I'm not a patient person. So change doesn't come really fast for me. And, um, these guys just got their heads down. They're just doing their job, you know, and it was, um, amidst all the chaos and, you know, sort of all the things that, uh, you know, need to be changed and all that. They're just, Hey, this is my job and I'm doing it. You know, I got my head down and here we go. So. It was really uh, that it was kind of the same type of moment. I just uh, you know I I I stood there for a second, uh, and then one of my guys came up behind me and said something stupid and ruined the whole thing. But I was just like you know for that for that brief period of time, um, <laughs> it was awesome. But yeah, they're uh, they're good. You know, if you surround yourself with good people, the rest kind of works its way out. You know, it's just uh, when I was in the retail industry, um, I worked for Circuit City hundred years ago, and my manager used to tell me, you know, if you have if if the people you hire and the people that work below you can't replace you, you should probably get rid of them, because you should you know you should never be afraid to have somebody 
underneath you that can do your job better than you because then you can be promoted first of all you know so they can take your job you can go do something else um but also you know you, why wouldn't you want talented people under you i never understood because i knew a lot of managers that used to hire idiots just because they wanted to be the best in their you know in their organization i'm like that doesn't make any damn sense at all i never want to be the best at what i do in the building i mean i happen to be but you know it's <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's not by plan or purpose but you know but uh yeah, just that, like, looking around, you're like, wow, these guys are, you know, it's just good. You surround yourself with good people and good things happen. It's it, it's kind of a weird equation that way. So, because I've been surrounded by dummies before, too, and that is a that is a nightmare of epic proportion. So, I'm glad to have it. It keeps you, it keeps you on your toes. Yeah. And, uh, and at the end of the day, um, it's nice to have a drink on those days. Yeah. Well, it's nice to, have, yeah. I mean, the, so when we came over here, there was seven of us that came over, I'm sorry, eight of us that came over together and there's nine guys on my team. So I'm sorry, 10 guys on my team. So I inherited a couple guys that were already there and, you know, we've kind of adopted them into our own little weird fraternity and they're kind of figuring out who's who at this point that you know, we've been together about a month now. So they're figuring out who's who and, you know, who they can ask for things, who they just need to stay away from, you know, who gets cranky when <laughs> those type of things. Um, you know, who the ball breakers are, you know, kind of all that stuff. So they're finding their place in that. And it's, uh, it's been interesting to see because that was one thing I was worried about is that we're such a close knit group. Like, you know, we've been telling the same jokes for 10 years. I mean, we've been, you know, we've been together a while. I was afraid that, you know, these four guys that we, you know, add into this team, are they going to feel like outsiders? Cause that's, you know, how do you fix that? Because they are, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so, but they haven't. So it's actually, you know, again, just felt really proud of the guys. So. I'm sure I'll never tell them that, but I probably should because, you know, reasons. But, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. You've got uh, so you're making uh, you're making things, Joel, or are you just kind of staying out of the way mostly. I am. Uh, oh, we're definitely making things. We've we've had f- just really good, solid sales uh, this last year, and it's it's rolling, mm-hmm. and, and nothing to complain about at all. It it helps us. Um, it's it, it's a double-edged sword because there's a bunch of projects I usually put to our slower times that I want to get done. And this year has been no lack of those mm-hmm. because of the change in shops. Um, so um, so every but the weird thing is now I have to I have to space out uh, what things that we change up uh, and, and do for what we call side projects. So like um, there's a shed on my property with burnt house that it was i don't know three years old and i need to have it loaded up and i've got guys coming for that but we've got to kind of straighten it out and uh move stuff out of the way part of the building collapsed that way Mm -hmm. uh on the fire and then um i've got to get the tractor over there and scrape everything out so they can actually roll a truck back there and do it so like that's just a thing Mm. so so i keep kind of putting that off because maggie's yelling at me she's like hey we're running out of this. Mm. We're running out of that, and we have to do those things too. So it's always a, it's always a, um, it, it's it's not often a juggle in summertime. Summertime is usually not twiddling thumbs, but it's like okay, give me <laughs> at least yeah, yeah, at least a little bit of law. So, but but yeah, so the, but the guys are you know the guys are happiest when they're like they look at me like okay, so we're doing this, and I'm like, why are you doing that? They're like, well, because we ran out of everything else to do. And I, and I was like, well, yeah, because we don't really need to do that mm-hmm. stuff. And it works out. So, so yeah, so we're, we're making, 
you know, we're making lots of Spartans and beer flights and all sorts of stuff in the hopes is that as we continue on through the season at kind of like 125%, um, we take that extra 25% and store it for when it really takes mm -hmm. off. And so either it gives us a really good buffer or, uh, or we're covered. Mm -hmm. So, um, and last year it gave us a good buffer and we weren't covered. Yeah. I'm, but yeah I, remember so that. That's, I mean, we're, we're just, <laughs> we're, yeah, yeah. We're just, you know, those days are like 10 hour days in the shop where we're running, you know, like just everything I'm on Sanders, I'm running over the CNC, changing out parts mm. and then just, you know, we're just making stuff as fast as we can get our hands on it. I'm actually a little terrified just, myself because I've got, uh, I've got my project list of things that I've been, you know, just wanting to work on. Um, May has been May. I have two kids that have birthdays. Um, we had my daughter's prom recently. Um, you know, all, just all the, we, we had uh, my niece's communion and another niece's birthday. I've got all these things coming up, so I don't have any free weekends like into the foreseeable future. Um, so I've got these just sort of random project things that, you know, I've, I want to put together and I just don't foresee any time to be able to do them. And, uh, it's starting to bum me out. <laughs> like, <clears throat> you know, that's, um, that, that spot out there is my church, you know, like that's, that's where I go to kind of decompress and, you know, my, I've said before, everything gets real clear and, you know, starts moving real slow and you just get that, the smell of the wood running through the blades and, you know, you, it's, it, it's a very kind of poetic and romantic experience. And uh, right. I've been, I've been away from it for too long at this point and it's, um, and now I'm afraid when I get back into it, the, the, the fun part of it is going to be replaced by the, you know, maniacal wanting to get all these things done at one time. Um, so, you know, I'll have, I'll have the bandsaw and the CNC machine and the table saw and everything running at the same time and probably kill myself. So, you know, got that to look forward to. But, yeah, I'm starting to I'm starting to miss my baby. You know, all my all my toys out there looking at me like, please do something with us. You know, so I got to I got to get out there and fulfill some needs. You know, actually, that's that's a pretty good topic. There's. What do you do to decompress? Like, like you have the world that's knocking at your door every day. And often as a maker, um, it, let me throw this out real quick. And maybe Izzy and, and Mike, you guys can. I have a tough time with vacations because I always know that there's something else I could be doing. So the idea of sitting on a beach is um for maybe 10 minutes cool but there's like this long list of stuff i have to do um it, somewhere else i'm sure of it so when i went down and helped my brother out um in florida as they're opening this new store i went down there for a week hung out had fun but we worked our ass off like the whole time and like it was one of the best vacations i've ever had Mainly because, and here's, I think, the key, and maybe this is an idea. Maybe we just need to trade jobs for a week at a time uh, because it wasn't my problem. Like, at the end of the day, like, I could walk away from it saying, oh, well, I really made a difference. And you know what? There wasn't that one more thing because it wasn't my thing. Like, it was a, it was somebody else's problems. It was my brother's problems. Um, You're just a laborer. I could help out. I'm just a laborer. Like I walk in, we're putting up signs on the roof, you know, we're 60 feet in the air with a lift 
and I CNC out stuff and we're touching up paint and we're doing those things and we're putting metal shelves and racking together and all sorts of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. Mm. I'll stay down here. And I was tired and I mean, we worked like hard and it was awesome because it was, it was kind of a workation Mm. and I have a tough time like getting to the point where I can de-stress so what what are some of the things like obviously Mike you'd mentioned that's kind of your church, um, do you ever have those problems like on vacations or anything? Um, like do you ever think think like oh man I got fifty million things to do? I do. Um, so I'd like to kid first. Can we table that for just a second because um, yeah, we, I haven't asked Izzy what he's going what he's got going on. <laughs> he's just been sitting there quietly in the corner. With he, he has been. <laughs> so, Izzy, what have you been up what to? You're talking about? Um, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we hear you yeah, just yeah. fine. <sighs> wow, I'm having issues over here. No, uh, I've actually just been trying to get back into the swing of things after my vacation. <laughs> it's funny, oddly enough. Oh, uh, so no, yeah, nothing, uh, nothing too crazy. Uh, I find for my for me, it, I, it takes a couple of days to kind of get back into the groove. So I've been doing a lot of um, need to get done stuff, repetitive you know, things that aren't really all that exciting. Um, just going through and making dowels and, you know, organizing and <laughs> nothing really, nothing exciting. Um, I made a new dowel. I, I, I put a new dowel making jig out on Instagram for you, Mike. Ooh, so old please. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. I, right. I know it's, I'm um, going to break some promises that I won't Google things online. It's the, um, it's a really cool little system using a router and it's super easy to make. So I'm actually going to probably do a YouTube video of that just because it's fast. <laughs> Take a couple hours to record. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I did that and um, just, you know, I had a bunch of small stock that needed to be turned into dowels and I figured I'd just get that, you know, I don't know how, when I come back, I'm like you guys, when I'm on vacation, now I don't get me wrong. I had a wonderful time spending all that time with my kids and it was a lot of fun, but, the same thing. I worry about everything that's going on while I'm not working and, you know, and, um, I have those moments. So, um, but yeah, so back in, back at it, um, just doing the, uh, the stuff that has to be done. So I don't have to think about it anymore. And then, um, you know, back to the wild building, working on the, the finishing up the big wheels for big boys build. I got a walking machine. I was planning on building, um, I'm still debating on whether I'm going to go to the Maker Fair or not, and if I do, um, I might slam together a walking machine that I can hike out there and ride around while I'm there. <laughs> um, we'll see. That's awesome. That's me in a nutshell. So. Awesome. <laughs> well, you're yeah. so you're on vacation or coming off a of vacation. So what are you? I mean, you. I mean, do you do you suffer from the same thing that you know when you're out? You kind of when you're on yeah, vacation, you're yeah, just tortured very, by what's very much so. Yeah exactly the same issues um especially now because there is although it's a little slower than it was a few months ago there's still so much i have a hard time prioritizing what gets done so i'll get like i'll work on a little bit of one thing and then i'll jump to the next thing and it's like i I, you feel like your wheels are spinning and when you're on you know being on vacation i was worrying about all these things that need to be handled and um so it does take a little bit away from that enjoyment but i after the first couple of days, I was like, I had to pep talk myself a few times and just, you know, like 
you know, don't worry about it. Spend some time with your family. Play with the kids. I was actually trying to record a video while I was down there, and I built um, that toolbox thing that folds. You know, it's a toolbox that folds into a workbench. Mm-hmm. I actually built that. Um, but I was only working like an hour, hour and a half in the mornings, and the rest of the day I was spending the time with my kids. And, uh, uh, yeah, I was just – I finally got to a point where I'm just like um, – couple of pep talks into it i'm like you have to stop worrying about this Mm -hmm. you know and enjoy your family enjoy this relaxing time and um so i did that's that that um that was it was good it was really really good so so here's a um, here's the thing i found in in, uh i'm not i I, i'm certainly not somebody that that's perfect for this answer but um work is always waiting for you to get back it doesn't matter how long you're gone. Like there's, there's always stuff waiting for you to do when you return to it, right? There's never, there's never a time when you walk back in and you know there's nothing to do. You know what I mean? So whether whether you leave for a day or you leave for a week, the work is still going to be there. You know, so um, part of the problem with vacation is is kind of what you said, Joel. It's like people 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 don't know how to vacation. They they you know they they live in cliche, right? So. Like, let's go to the beach. Okay, because, you know, when you go, because when you vacation, you got to go to the beach, right? Because everybody goes to the beach. But the beach sucks, right? I mean, you go to the, <laughs> when you're standing there, the ocean smells like <laughs> shit. It tastes worse. Yeah. Um, there's sunburn. It smells and, like rotting, rotting at crustaceans. Yeah, it's just, you know, the wind never stops blowing. You get sand in your ass crack. It's just, I mean, it's, you know, and there's people that love it, and God bless them. But, you know, when you go to the, I mean, it's just, when you vacation, you got to figure out, okay, what is it that I actually want to do? Right. I mean, and, and to some extent there's a, there's a exercise that you have to do there. Like, what is it that I actually enjoy doing? Right. Because if you don't identify that, (laughs) then how are you going to kind of plan, you know, time for yourself? I mean, so like for me, you know, my, my wife and kids love Disney world. I hate Disney world. Like every time I see Mickey Mouse on TV, I, I a part of me dies inside. I just I we've been there like thirteen <laughs> times. I'm not even exaggerating that. I mean, we we go so frequently. It's like we have the fastest route planned out in the Magic Kingdom to get through the whole damn thing as quickly as possible. Like we don't wait for anything. Like it's all. So it's just we we've taken the most magical place in the world and turned it into this repetitive, mundane kind of you know. And but they love it, and I can't stand it because. You know, you can only do rides for so long, and then you know the the magic of the princesses is long gone for my children. So they're not, you know, there's nothing really mystical about the place for me anymore. But that's where they want to go. When I want to go somewhere, I want to go camping. You know, I want to go out into the wilderness. I want to rent a cabin. I want to, you know, those type of things. And my family doesn't—they don't particularly like that. But sometimes they need a vacation for me too. You know, so it's like we get out there and they go fishing, and you know, they they start to get used to it after we get out there. But it's not, you know, there's no. There's no queue lines in Space Mountain, you know. So those are the type of things is, you know, you have to kind of identify, first of all, what is it that you enjoy doing? And then once you figure that out, okay, well, how do you go do that? And then is there a way you can include other people in it to sort of enjoy that thing as opposed to just I'll go to so-and-so beach because, you know, vacation. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, but then you got to just, you work really hard. You got to you, you kind of owe it to yourself to enjoy some of that. And, and, you know, some of that, the fruit of that labor is being able to take a step back from it. And yeah, it's going to be a shit show when you get back, but it's going to be a shit show whether you worry about it the whole time you're gone or not, you know? So it's like, you just, 
you got to practice disconnecting from it and then forgetting about it and releasing it as much as you 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 mentally can. And then when you come back to it, you got to you know you got to be prepared to go back into it. But I mean, all the things that are waiting for you are going to be waiting for you. You, know, you just got to go. Because that time yeah, away is, I, I mean, I, you need that. I mean, that rebuilds you. I hear what I hear what you're saying, and I, I'd be interested to hear back from the audience too. I think. I could be completely wrong about this because I, I can count the number of months I've held a job in my life on one hand, maybe two. Um, I think when you're when you work um, for somebody and you don't like Joel was just talking about going down to work for his brother, like he could just walk away and the problems weren't his his anymore. You know, mm-hmm. it's just done. Um, you tend to not <clears throat> like vacation's got to be. A, I, I would guess that it's a little bit easier because you're like, oh, I'm away from the job. I can just go chill out and relax. But when you're running a business and you have, you know, you got family to feed and you got people to worry about and you got, you know, there's a hundred different little things that are typically resting on your shoulders that need to be accomplished. It's a little bit harder. I think it would be a little bit harder to let go of. And I think maybe that's maybe one of the reasons Joel's, you know, and, and maybe myself have have some of those issues. Um, because you know, if, if you're not there doing it, it's not getting done and it's, um, it's getting, you know, when there's a little bit of stress that comes along with that. So vacations can almost be a stressful thing for, um, and in, in that situation, mm-hmm. but I, again, I don't know. You know well, and, and I don't disagree with that because I mean, for what I do, I mean, I've always been like a commissioned salesperson. So, and when you don't work, like work doesn't happen, right? There's, there's nothing happening. Gotcha. You know, so it's, so it's like, the same thing. It's really the same thing when you think about it. If you're not there selling, you're not getting paid. Oh, yeah. Same exact. I mean, it's been, you know, I've always worked for somebody. But, I mean, my old man's run a business for 40 years. And when he goes on vacation, he goes on vacation. You know, I mean, and that's, and, and I, I probably, I mean, I don't know that I get that from him. But, um, I mean, when you disconnect and kind of decompress, you know. And, and the thing is, decompression doesn't have to be, oh, I'm going to, you know, Paris or whatever. You know, whatever. It might just be like for me, my spot to kind of calm down is just go out in my garage, you know, work on something nonsensical or, you know, design something on the computer that I can run in the CNC machine or, you know, just something that gives me a chance to kind of step back, let my mind, because you get all this creativity kind of, you know, gets pent up in you, you know, and, and, and people that are listening to this, you know, they're sort of maker minded, you know, they'll. And not necessarily just make your mind. People, you know, there's a lot of people that have a lot of creativity inside of them. You know, whether you make things for a living or not, or you make things as a hobby or not, people have these processes that they just they gotta they gotta get that part of them out somehow, right? And, and however, whatever that is, however that translates, um, you know, Joel, when you're down there helping your brother, you get a chance to, you know, you get a chance to be the guy that you don't get to be, you know, when you're when you're the shop owner, you know. As a shop owner, you got to do everything because it's your responsibility to do it. And the people that, um, you know, the people that rely on you to do those things, you're, it's it's your responsibility to do them. And when you do them, there's no pat on the back because there's nobody there to pat you on the back. You know, when you're helping somebody else, you get a f- sort of a feeling of, um, you know, they they, they can you know, they're proud of you, they're thankful, they're there are all these reward systems that you won't get as the owner of a company because you know you have to kind of see there's no no one's going to come up and pat you on the back for going hey thanks for giving me a job or you know <laughs> they, you know no one's going to it's very rare you're going to get <coughs> Hell, some, I'm just I'm just looking for hey 
well done today. Uh, you've been able to pay the power bill. Yeah, and that never comes because you know, as a shop owner, no. that that's that is your responsibility, right? Like that's, um, you know, the Chris Rock used to have an old joke when he's like, "I'm tired of people talking." You know, I take care of my kids. He's like, "Well, what the hell are you supposed to do? You dumb son of a bitch." Of course, you take care of your kids, you know. And uh, I mean, you're basically the same way as a, you know, as a shop owner, as a business owner of any kind. Is you know, you you're not supposed to get credit for those things, even though it is a tremendous amount of work to pay the power bill, to make payroll, to you know, have the supplies ordered to have the right people in place to take care of these things when, you know, to, to be able to delegate, like all of that responsibility, there's no reward system for it. Right. Which is why you're, you're constantly in chase. Whereas you go to help your brother, you know, there's, you get the pat on the back, you get this rewarding feeling that you help someone do something, right. That's, that's, that's why it's the best vacation you've ever had. All these things you're missing on a daily basis are all of a sudden put right into your face, you know, and you're like, yeah, I, th- I th- honestly, I think we, we need to start like a, uh, like a, tra- a travel club or a, or a, um, like a, like a travel agency where we just hook people up that have problems <clears throat> like Izzy and I with other people who have problems like Izzy and I, and we'll just go to their thing mm-hmm. and do their thing for vacation. And then they come or somebody else comes and does, you know, helps out, you know, like, like, be like, be like, yeah, I got, uh, I got a week where I got to learn how to shingle a roof. Yeah, something. And uh, <laughs> you know, and and be like, I've never shingled a roof, but I, I bet you I could climb a ladder, yeah. and I bet you I could haul a couple of packs with me. And I'm not sure how I'm going to like that, but at the end of the week, I'll have a damn roof. And be like, and and they're like, you do this for vacation? Yeah. And you'd be like, hell yeah, I would. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> this sounds amazing. <laughs> this sounds amazing. Well, and, I, we, and, should, and I, we should start that up. I talked a little bit before too about the whole um, volunteering. Um, it's, I mean, it 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 sounds really cliched uh, when you say it, but it, it's helping other people. I mean, really, again, there's a reward system to that that you don't want to. You know, no one ever wants to think that you're doing it for the reward. Um, but there is a reward system. Being, being feeling like you've helped somebody and feeling useful. There is a tremendous amount of pride that you give to yourself in those those sort of you know like miniature transactions. And if you can go out and help somebody, you know, you go volunteer for something or um, donate time to something, or you know, it's it, it, it's not quite as you don't get quite the reward when you just donate money. But if you actually go out and physically help somebody, we have these um, places around here called friendship trays where you go and um, you know you can just you can go and and just. Uh, make sandwiches that go out into the community like they just you literally step you know bread bologna mustard saran wrap you know just you're just sending them out to uh in boxes for people to you know do um but that labor like feeds you know you make ten thousand sandwiches in an afternoon you're like you know holy shit this is awesome like people are going to be you know gonna have food available to them um you know people that need these services here it is and i was a, i was a part of that uh they do other things where um, you know, like I said, I mean, I've even involved some of my kids in these things. We had a little girl that we took my oldest daughter to who was, uh, you know, basically it was an adopt a family girl dealing with, um, you know, stage four cancer. She was a year younger than my oldest at the time. And, you know, just go in there and talk to them, you know, just to have, like, have a kid that can, like, be a kid, you know. And it was, that was a really moving experience because, you know, we got to, not only do you, you know, you, you get to be, like, super impactful on somebody's life that you're just not really thinking about. But, um, you know, they, they ben- you, you get the benefit from it too, right? I mean, they, they, this little girl gets this, 
experience of having a, a kid to play with, you know, somebody to have conversations with and, you know, they're on Snapchat together and all this other nonsense, like right away. Um, but you get the reward of like, wow, you know, I actually did something, you know, for, you know, my community and that community is whatever you make it, you know? So, I mean, that it's not vacation like, but I mean, you should definitely spend some time doing those things because, you know, particularly you two, you, there, there is no reward system. The work, the work is the work and it's rewarding to some extent, but there's no, there's no reward system like that, you know, and, and you, right. The reward is supposed to be, okay, you work your balls off and I'm going to take uh, this week in September to go do X, you know? And then when you get up to that point, you know, like Izzy, you're shitting your pants because, oh my God, like, I can't, do I have everything done? Am I, you know, are, are X, Y, and Z lined up? If I ordered this, but you know, so you, you get to the point where you, you know, you're going to go take vacation and now you're, you've worn yourself slapped to the floor to do it. I mean, that's supposed to be the reward and you never take it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you're just in this endless circle of like, just this, you know, it's a constant shit show. You, 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 and the only one that can ever break that is you. You have to say, hey, you know, my family's important. My, my sanity's important. My time away is, is important. You know, I've got, you know, what do you get, 70 summers, is, you know, on this planet, if you're lucky. You know, what are you going to do with them? It's, you're going to work the whole time? What are you working for? Sweat. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to sweat through them. You're going to sweat, yeah. So, but. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. I've been, I was actually just talking to Joel about that a little while ago. I called him, we were talking on the phone. I was like, you know, um, I don't know. It's one of those things that you have to think about. And I'm at a point in my life where I really don't have to do anything at all if I don't want to. And uh, right now, after this last six months of crazy, that sounds really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I think you uh, should travel the world uh, and and you should you should go to different places and see what they make with drills. Like a culinary <laughs> professional would travel the world to see the different dishes. Team like Ryobi. You could, you, yeah. Like you could travel the, the world Ryobi and see team. like, right, right, exactly. It'd be like, it'd be you'd like be like, like Anthony Brown Bourdain. Of, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Parts unknown. Izzy Bourdain. Right? Of, nice. Yeah. So, but, but I, th- I think you're, I think you're, both kind of right where where there's a so let's say you give it a hundred percent or at least let's say 95 percent. no one ever gives it a hundred percent that's bullshit I, so it, don't start uh so, so i don't i think there are bursts of it <laughs> yeah it's, and i don't it, you might give a hundred percent for a little while <laughs> but you're gonna be about 50 right, percent the right. rest of the so, time so, so right so so there's a let's say let's say you're you're running at whatever the max is that you're that you can live with without putting a gun to your head. <laughs> That's right? about an eleven and, mile an hour pace. <laughs> or, l- right, right. Let's let's say you're at that position, and so that's where you're at. You're running, and um, you get the normal the normal curveballs that that get thrown at you, and and those you know, push you just a little higher on your kind of like comfort. Um, so. So, but then you're like, okay, then I need to take a vacation. So there's a number of things you have to do to prep for that and, and move stuff around and make sure things are in place. And I've got really good people and I certainly could take vacations. The problem is, uh, I have to work really hard to make those things occur. And then I know I'm going to have stuff that I'm going to take up slack on when I get back. So that's going to put some added pressure before some added pressure after and I'm not sure that 
I, I don't know if it's just me. I, I honestly, I, I really don't. If it's, I look at it once I get back and go, well, that wasn't, I don't feel any better about, I was worried about the crap I was worried about when I was gone. I had to work harder before and after I, I'm not sure that it, it's a restful situation for me. Does that make sense? Maybe you need to like, micro vacation. Well, that's okay. So that's a thing. Like the idea of being away for a week, two weeks or something like that absolutely terrifies me. The idea of taking like a long weekend, like, like saying to the guys, Hey, Do three days. Uh, yeah. Like, like, like either like I'm leaving Thursday night, Friday, you guys are going to be doing the thing. I'll see you back here Monday and we're going to rock out whatever we're going to rock out. And then taking like a, like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And so that's, that's easy, but that kind of gives you a radius. Like I live in the middle of the South, so I can go either further South or I can go uh, right South or left South. And, um, and so that, that kind of, and that's how we do a lot of our trips. Like when we went to Cincinnati for the big maker meetup, or we went to wherever we went to, um, you know, for, for the different meetups and things, um, that's kind of how I treat it. And that's awesome. Uh, but if it gets much longer than that, I, and I don't mean to be a bummer about this because I know some people really, I, or at least on Facebook, when I'm watching my friends and acquaintances, uh, when they post their vacation stuff and a lot of the guys this week were, we, they just ended the, the maker central stuff. And that was, I imagine for the people that went and I'm sorry, I didn't go, I couldn't get away. Um, it must've been, and there's some st still people traveling like Italy and Greece and stuff like that. That must be a fantastic thing. And I think I would lose my friggin' mind if I did that for that long. I'm, I'm almost positive. It. And it's, it's, it's a, so the, so, so then I look at things like going to help my brother for a week. That was actually a pretty long time for me to be away from the business and the house and all the things that are going on. And, uh, and, but I was so distracted by just the brute force of it and, hanging out with my brother and wife and, and, um, you know, the kiddos there and just, you know, doing all that stuff that I didn't have much time to think about. Like I'd answer the phone to answer questions and things, but I wasn't like hyper-focused, but if I'm laying on a beach where I'm drinking something and supposed to be reading a book or going out swimming, I'm probably th thinking about the shop more than I should. Well, so it's, it's just, you know, it's one of those things. There's nothing relaxing about relaxing. Right. It's just, I mean, you, you can't like, if you're going to oh, go, wait, 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 hold on. This is a shirt. There's nothing. <laughs> wait, this is a shirt. There... Alec, you, you listening? <laughs> There's nothing relaxing can... about relaxing. You can still do the ninja. Get, if you... <laughs> get back. You're right. Exactly. There's nothing relaxing about being relaxed. What was it? There's, There's nothing, nothing relaxing, relaxing about... about relaxing. Get back to work. That's um, period. Well, and the thing is, is that you're, if you're going to go vacation, go plan to do something, right? Like people that go, okay, well, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm on vacation. I'm going to go sit on my fat ass on the beach somewhere for a day. There is nothing relaxing about that. Like your mind is just going to run all over the place. You, I mean, when I went to Stone Mountain, like at some point we, every day is planned. We're going to go do this. We're going to go do that. We're going to go climb the goddamn mountain because, you know, reasons, you know, it's, it's like, um, but it gives you something to do. And I mean, climbing up that friggin' hill, with a tire, you know, dragging, you know, uh, dragging some kids with you. I mean, it's, and I said by dragging some kids, I mean, you know, the kids dragging me, um, it, 
it, it you know gives you something to do. You're accomplishing something. I mean, it gives you that. That's a good vacation. You feel energy well spent. We're not just sitting around the campfire the whole time. I mean, what the hell? What good is that? I mean, <laughs> that's that's no different than sitting in right. an office. If you right. you know, if you might as well just sit in the office. At least you got YouTube in the office. If you're just going to sit there, I mean, it's um, you know, that's the thing is you know people like I say is. People live these cliches in their head, like, I'm going to go on vacation, I'm going to sit in the beach, get a chair, let the ocean crawl up and, you know, and, and whatever's in the ocean, get around my balls and bite me. I mean, it's just no one ever plans out, like, hey, I'm going to go here and do this. And, you know, that time you had with your brother, I mean, you enjoyed that vacation because you went there and there was stuff for you to do. It wasn't work, right? And and that can be, that that time there can be just as rejuvenating. You know, right. even though you're doing shit, but I mean, you're accomplishing. Yeah, I mean, I had a hammer in my hands. Yeah. You know, mallets and 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 electrician pliers <laughs> and uh, you know all the stuff was. I had a tool belt on. You know, doing work. That's kind of. And hot. it was, yeah, it was the only thing I had on too. The kids were a little uneasy about it, but everybody got used to it after <laughs> and a while. The police didn't seem to like it much either. The, they, they, they didn't. They mm-hmm. they said back inside. Uh, but you know what? I'll tell you what. Um, there are there are a couple of lifelong vacations I want to do, and here's how weird my vacations are. I like to photograph things. Like I, it's been my whole life. Mm-hmm. I bought a camera before I bought a car. Um, so do that. Yeah. Well, that's. I have three trips that I have planned that I really, really want to get to. Uh, Wait, hold on. Is, I, those are two different things. You have planned, but you can't get to them. <laughs> well, that I haven't gotten to. Those aren't plans. Well, okay, so I have three ideas for plans that I might or may not get to. <laughs> I just want to clarify, because what you just said right. is very different right. than what you meant to say. So I, I very much want to go to um, Cuba to before it gets too Americanized, um, you know, because it's obviously there's still some embargoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and on the way out of the previous administration, they tried to loosen a lot of that stuff up. The current administration doesn't seem to be as enthusiastic about that so i've got a little bit more time on that one uh and then um there's a couple other things but like my idea of a fun vacation i would very much like to go to ukraine to visit chernobyl and okay. <laughs> i i know everybody does that right like all right going to chernobyl and going through all the areas that have been kind of decommissioned and dehumanized is that a word dehuman? De-human? Not the way you meant De- it. But, De- <laughs> but right. Yes, that's true. But but I, but unpopulated. You know, maybe? was that un, un depopulated? It, it has to be depopulated because it was once populated. And going through those things and <clears throat> and photographing that style, uh, that that would be an amazing vacation for me. It has been on my list since about two thousand three. Since I ran across a girl's blog that. Uh, she lives in the area around the area and she would make these like clandestine trips in to the those sectors and start taking these shots of areas that nobody at the time and it's a little more open than it is now um and it was amazing i thought oh my god this is this this is never going to change Mm -hmm. for like two million years this is this would be so that's my idea of like a really good time is going but, doing a lot of been hard work. About doing that since two thousand three, <laughs> we should we should start a new thing and yeah. call it workcations. You can come to our shops and work all you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like a uh, like like 
like a like 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 a GoFundMe a co-op. with work. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. a workcation co-op. Yeah, get on yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, it's like a co-op. You mm-hmm. like you go and you visit somebody and you put in say like 30 hours in the week because you, you know, you want to fart around for another 20 hours or so and uh well then that that's easy that's 60 hours they can put in and then you got 20 hours to do whatever else you want to do well right well and joel here's a here's a thought for you so um cuba's not going anywhere but you are (laughs) so you know 2003 let's see here that let me see if i can do the math on that so 2018 it's 15 years minus ago. Minus 10. Hang on, I'll get there. And then 5 minus 3. Oh, yeah. Christ. This guy does mortgages. <laughs> so, so that's 15 years. So 15 years roughly um, that you've been planning to do a trip that you have. I mean, you got to go do the trip, dude. <laughs> it's just cause, Yeah, you know, apparently I do. Well, I mean, you just, you know, and again, these are the type of things like you – I can give you a thousand excuses why you shouldn't do it. You know, there's, I, I, I can, I could probably sit here on a piece of paper tonight and write down a thousand reasons why you absolutely should not go do that. And you should go do that just because, you know, if you can afford to, and you're not putting yourself out by doing so. And you know, you've got, you've got people in place that you should go take those trips because if that's something you want to do, how much longer do you think you have? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you have no idea what's going to happen to you. I mean, it's like I said, Cuba's not going anywhere, but you are. I mean, you've got, you know, how many more years can you go down there and, and take pictures? 10, 15, 20 maybe? You know, it's like, and you're going to have excuses. I mean, you already lost 15. So, you know, you lose another 15 in the blink of an eye. What do you do then? You know, it's like you you got you to gotta take that time for yourself because what is all this work for? You know what I mean? It's like there's there's a lot of really cool shit to do and see and experience. And, you know, you don't want to die next to a CNC machine. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to get out. It's like it's like my father says. Don't, How'd he die? My father says, we don't, know. don't die with money and savings, whiskey in the cabinet, or vacation time unused. You know, you go out and do it. You know I mean? You just got to you gotta give yourself that time. You know, that's I, I, I find that advice very compelling, Mike. Sorry. Normally, I don't find your advice compelling. Because <laughs> it doesn't always fit on a t-shirt. But Right, because it doesn't. But I, I, think, I think I should probably make at least one of those happen. <clears throat> or you can, you know, we can, in 15 years, when we're doing episode 1300 or whatever we're doing back then, we can talk about how you didn't do it then. <laughs> oh, I didn't do it and then. And listen, I got, By a, the way, I got a list of things I want to get done, too. But, I mean, I, you know, some of them are just, you know, my current situation a little bit hard to kind of manage but i mean if i there's things i want to do i go do them you know i mean i don't i, I don't want to go to chernobyl and get cancer or whatever you're going to do when you're up there but i mean i you know i don't i don't know if i'll get cancer any more than i normally would but it would be a really i mean think about it i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna talk about it because obviously this will interest to like a party of one <laughs> right and that would be me because i'm insane like that mm-hmm. but uh but you know like like to see and I guess, you know, that that would be like a vacation I think I could do. I don't think like if I was that enamored with an idea or a place or I had a task to go like to, because when you are shooting, like when you're doing like documentary style photography, like that is a like all your gears. Like that's a job. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. Like it's it's really impressive and you get to see all the amazing stuff. But when you're out there doing like field work, um, like it's every bit like a giant pain in the ass um you have to have a 
an insane passion for it. I think it'd be cooler if you um, broke into Neverland Ranch like that other dude did and just take pictures of that. Like all the old Michael Jackson stuff. Because that place was pretty cool. <laughs> it's creepy. That seems that seems but. that seems a lot more there's actually funny enough, not to sidebar too much on this, because this is kind of my fetish, I guess, but there are a lot of urban explorers that will go into areas that have either been um uh i love old industrial sites like part of my favorite photography series or people when people go into like a previous like i like the idea of machines and buildings that were built for specific purposes Mm -hmm. that that purpose is now like there's who gives a shit about a cotton gin you'd love upstate new york it's all kinds of abandoned plants like that i'm we're you know we're i'm going to be going up there on purpose no wait no yeah well you're going a little north of the forgotten belt the forgotten belt yeah there's there's a whole there's a in the town i grew up in there's actually a charleston mall which used to be like a mall and before that it was a industrial plant i mean they used to make all kinds of stuff there um and that's all basically condemned and falling down around itself at this point. So it's like, you know, that, that building would actually be pretty cool to walk through if, you know, you didn't worry about living. <laughs> so, but um, you might want to do, do the pictures by Wi-Fi. That way, right. you know, when you're crushed under Fly the rubble, drone inside. somebody will still be able to yeah. see them. But the uh, but yeah, no, the, there's uh, obviously, and in, in, not to sidetrack on the whole photography thing, but, but there are, I, th- I want to say there are other people that that have a problem with decompressing enough to do like i would love one of my things i would love to do i would very much like to go to uh like a williaming uh like uh like a woodworking um course that would maybe require like a four-week class where you go there and you build like a chair like you're gonna build this chair and it is done in a style that you will have to master each and every aspect about it. And that, that would be amazing because I'm sure it would be like, it would be like going to school all over again. And I think that would be a lot of fun or, or go and do like some sort of, some, there has to be a task at, at the end. Um, but yeah, the idea of the idea of coming from the South and going even farther South so I can sit on a beach and pretend like I am the French fry. Uh, well, and, and you know, this right here lamp, is a good exercise but... because this, I think we've actually identified something here through the course of talking. Um, when you go pick something for vacation, pick something you won't be able to shut up about when you get home. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. if Joe goes and takes these goddamn pictures, like it's going to be, oh, we're going to be, it's, it, we're going to be, be a like month into this. So we're going to be like, Joel, the goddamn photos. I get it. You know, but it's like, but if, if you're not going to be that passionate about it when you get back, it's not a vacation. Like, or, or even building, you know, you go, hey, I'm going to build a green and green chair with, you know, hand planes. Like, okay. Yeah, you see, know. that would be my vacation. Would be my ideal, like, would be just to go out to the shop for a month and not have a camera anywhere and just do whatever the hell I feel like doing. That would be, like, the best vacation that ever was. So go do it. Ever. You're right. What are you waiting for? <laughs> so- Listen, guys. <laughs> I, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. Apparently, Izzy, those things are not going away, but you're dying. Yes. That's, that's what I got <laughs> well, from Well, Izzy's shop might go Mike's. away because it's in Michigan and snow happens. But they, I mean, but outside. Oh, of the, it, it, yeah. We, 
I, I don't know if we've officially announced it yet, but I am shutting down the Michigan thing. I'm uh, moving to more public, more populated areas where there's internet connections that don't uh, go out continuously and constantly. Well, no shit. Have, I didn't know this. And have my my internet speed is like seven point five upload. <laughs> Meg, that's fantastic. Hey, I'm gonna yeah, let so, me let me move to the middle of Michigan and uh, you know the. The tech capital of the world. and uh, <laughs> Well, no, you know, the school idea was was very noble, and it's something I really wanted to do. But um, And the reason I come up here, everybody knows, for the furniture industry. That's how I intend on supporting it. Well, the furniture industry has changed a lot in the last 10 years, and what I had planned is not working out. It is a complete failure. And I know when, I'm, when something fails to not, you know, beat it to death. So it's time to move on, and that's what's happening. So that's that's happening. We're moving on, and I'm probably going to be a Greenville, South Carolina resident within the next couple of months. Yeah, you are. Either that, or I'm going to like move to the mountains of Colorado and build a little tiny home, and then like sell weed to off the side <laughs> of that. <laughs> and you guys will never hear from my dumbass again. He's just going to be a grower. <laughs> hey, baby, you want some gummy bears? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know. Don't, I saw a post on. Uh, I saw a post on. It. it was Instagram. There's some guy. Some cat had um, this a little log uh, cabin, and he had a lean to beside his cabin. It was probably like a sixteen by twenty lean to with three sides enclosed in, and that was a shop, you know. And I was like, oh, that would be so awesome, you know, just homemade tools, homemade lathe, you know, everything pretty much just milled. You know, he he made all his woodworking tools in, in the fire pit out front with an old ball peen hammer and a you know, file to sharpen them and just made a little shop. I'm like, Oh, would that be so amazing? That would be just amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Go do that shit, dude. I mean, what are we talking about? Yeah. This is, yeah. The, the I, Cal- I don't hey, care I, how rustic you want to get. You're going to have to get a little bit of internet though. Yeah. You're going to need a lot of internet. You're going to, you're going to, you can be exactly 17 feet off the road, but that's, that's about as far as you're going to get as far as rustic goes. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we got this we have this property up in we have this property up in the up which is um it's just gorgeous gorgeous piece of property stop talking about michigan a, you gotta you need a four-wheeler to get to it in the summer and a snowmobile in the winter time and i don't think that there's any internet there because it's about seven miles from any like dirt road which you know is already <laughs> way in the backwoods so of course, it would be a, it would have to be a summertime thing because I've done my last winter. I, I had one more winter. I'm done with it. I'm not doing another one. Mm. No more of this thirty million feet of snow. I, I'm I'm I, I, I'm choking on my I told you so, but it's it's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna go there because I I understand that dream. Like I I went up visited my parents, helped pack up their house and everything, and I was in the northern woods of Wisconsin and it was absolutely majestic and then uh and then it turned to fall and then it was horrible i like <laughs> fall and spring i hate the winters like winters i mean are, go ahead i woke up and there were, it was like 17 below and i was like i was like oh my god what is wrong with this place everything I, I I took two breaths and realized that I can't breathe with my mouth open because my teeth hurt. It's that cold. Yeah. And, yeah. No. I right, see. 
that me me complaining about the winter. That being said, I would still take the winter over what you guys deal with in the summer. I hate heat. I can't even tell you how much I hate it. It gets over seventy. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, but you eat mayonnaise and pickles on the same sandwich. It's, it's, so, <laughs> I'm not even sure how to deal with you. Like right <laughs> now is right now up here is the perfect weather. It gets down into the forties, high thirties, low forties at night, and it's up in the 70, 72, 73 range in the daytime. If I could keep that forever, I would. That's just beautiful. Mm. It's amazing. Yeah, you're gonna have I to get you're gonna have that. to get a mobile shop. Just move up the coast <laughs> when this when the when things change. I do. I need to. I need to build a tiny house with a little shop in it. You know. All right. So do, do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. I would you have know, to. It would have to fold though. I anyway, would have to build a tiny yeah, home that and fold be drill out. powered somehow. And yeah, I'd but. I'd like to say just as a quick slight quick interjection, I know that there are plenty of people in this world that we have some certain benefits. That have been afforded to us uh, because of reasons, um, it, whether it be hard work or circumstance or dumb luck, dumb luck. Um, and I know there are a lot of people that that struggle. And for us to complain about vacations uh, is a little. Um, <laughs> what, what is the word? What is the word? Is a little um, ungrateful? Maybe nope. Uh, yeah, no. I don't know nope, that not it doing is. it. Not doing I don't it. even just, know that I, it is. I'm just, so, yeah. I'm just saying. So, so, so there's, there's a number of things that we're talking about, and understand that everybody's situation is slightly different. And for me to complain about how I feel on a vacation is a little ridiculous. And but here's I, the thing. Here's the thing. What you're saying that Joel, because you and, and me and Mike have both been in situations where. It wasn't good where we didn't have, you know, um, incomes that were comfortable or, you know, we've all been there. The thing is that we didn't accept that and we changed it. So we can complain about vacations all we want to, period. Yeah, I, I, and I agree. I will, I will say that. And I understand that when I was in positions where the electric bill was a maybe, not a definite, uh, I will. T- I promise you that listening to people complain about, oh, my car only gets you know twenty two miles to the gallon. It's a, it's a two thousand mm-hmm. something, and and I was driving a shitbox. <laughs> you know, I, I I didn't fully appreciate their position. I'm just telling you now that while I I, I can I you'll have to bear with us on this. This is <laughs> so slightly first nope, world problem. I'm not doing it. This is uh, well, I have earned the right to bitch about vacation. So you, you have earned the right. If anyone thinks, yeah, first well, of all, if anyone thinks that I have had a privileged life, you can follow me from the age of nine up until, I don't know, 19 and let me know what that privilege looks like to you. So <laughs> this is a, this is, this is the product of working my balls off pretty much my whole adult life to get where I am. So I, I have earned the right to take vacation and bitch about it. So, um, I don't, <laughs> I don't play the privilege card because my life was a shit show. So it, if anybody thinks that, uh, there's some form of privilege afforded me. And when people tell me, oh, my God, you're so lucky. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> the next sound you're going to hear is my the cup of my hand over your ear as I slap the taste out of your mouth because that, <laughs> there has been no luck in this. So, yeah. So I, I, I understand like, what you're like saying, Joel, that, but I, that, I, I refuse to take that on. <laughs> I, I just I want to I, I understand that some of our listeners may be in different positions in this world. Yes. But I, I also understand that they are either very smart or just they've left the their phone recording or you know 
downloading these episodes <laughs> yeah, on accident. Just, they don't even know they're um, playing these right now. They didn't even know they're playing them. But but if if they're smart enough to understand where we're at and understand that those things are attainable, then they'll understand why at certain points we can bitch about certain things. Oh my God, my twenty thousand dollar CNC just broke, and I'm oh, yeah. tired of that crap. You know, kind of a thing. Hey, listen, but problems are yeah. relative. That's you know. It, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, problems are. Because let me tell you something. There are people. There are like tribes in the the deep parts of Africa that they, tonight being eaten by a lion is a real thing, and yet they manage to go about their day and live reasonably happy lives. They just sort of adapt. So they're you know, and and they still have dumb problems. I'm sure you talk I, to some guy yeah, out there. I, they're gonna, I live. They're gonna have I some weird shit they worry about. Getting eaten by a bear is a real thing. What's that? I don't know what you're talking. About. I said I live in a place where getting eaten by a bear is a worry. Yeah, I, I mean that's. I mean, look at Izzy. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't even have internet. <laughs> look at Izzy. God, he doesn't even. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's but, you know he he could be swallowed yeah. up by seven or eight foot drifts. But yeah, the problems are all relative. Like that's uh, you know I mean there are guys. I mean I was watching some TV show where one of the rituals to become a man they take these goddamn bullet ants and weave them into a uh, like these forearm things. Mittens. You put them on your hands. Yeah. And then they stick their hands inside these. They wear them like gloves while these bullet ants sting the shit out of them for God knows how long. And they do it three times. Like they're, <laughs> Their hands and wrists get so mangled looking from this ritual. And I'm sure that they, you know, they probably sit down while they're all the, you know, the swelling is going away and they're like, you know, so-and-so, uh, you know, I asked her out and uh, she just, uh, she said my fig leaf wasn't big enough, and you know they they, they just got <laughs> they got some bullshit problems too. It's just relative. Like I'm not putting my hand inside no goddamn bullet ant glove, but I mean that's just the uh, that's you know everybody thinks they got petty problems, but we all got petty problems. If you're in a tribe getting ready to get eaten by a lion, you still figured it out, and you're just you know you're worried about the mundane while the while the lion's out there. So it's. Uh, don't and that's how definitely we get to lions eating people. <laughs> this is how, great. Yeah, that's, <laughs> how do any of these conversations evolve to oh, what they do? Dear Lord. Are, but I don't know. I passed you an Amazon link and I thought for sure that we'd you would I saw it. that and I wanted to comment it so bad, but I'm like, nope. I'm not I'm, gonna do it. Hey, you know me. I'm completely okay with side <laughs> Amazon. Yeah, you could you could buy a tiny house on Amazon now. They'll deliver it to your front door for twenty grand. Oh wait, hold $20, on, thousand dollars. Well, tiny since ready to go, we this is a fifty-five yeah. gallon drum of passion lubes, natural <laughs> natural water-based lubricants. You can right. buy a can tiny you? home and fill it full of passion lube. <laughs> <laughs> this a part of me that really wants to buy one of these. And like, just dump it in somebody's convertible. <laughs> I want to dip myself. There's in a that. there's I'm, a part of me that wants to buy one of those and use it exactly what it was intended for. I want to I want to get fully clothed and dip myself in it on like casual Friday, and just show up to work just swishing, like <laughs> just like, hey, oh, you guys only wore oh, jeans today. Awesome. Yeah, look at this. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Why has no one done this? Why is this not a thing? But well, wow! Did we? That's going to be hour. our one hundred. When we have our one hundred, we'll have a, a a passion a passion lube wrestling yeah. area. By the way, we got episode fifty coming up next. We should maybe maybe we should order one of those <laughs> a fifty gallon I, drum you, of passion lube. But probably make for a really interesting I, uh, show. Can I can I read you a review real quick? Please, oh, uh, no. Oh, as God. as UPS discreetly unloaded my fifty gallon drum. <laughs> The driver accidentally spilled it into my driveway. Sorry. The- luckily, 
Luckily, any amount of cars now can fit into the garage. <laughs> Brilliant. That guy needs to write our next intro. He does. He does. Mm. Uh, I was just thinking that at some point, when, when you order that, UPS has to drop off a 55-gallon drum of petroleum <laughs> jelly, basically. Yeah. Oh, oh hey. How, I'm... I'm going to tip my UPS man and be like, look, I know you don't know what's in the boxes, but you got a pretty good idea. If you drop one of those off somewhere in my neighborhood, I want that guy's phone number because I want to party with him. <laughs> so, yeah, this guy got a 55-gallon drum and a and uh, six pairs of rubber sheets. I'd be like, all right, I'm, I'm, going, I'm, I'm hanging out with him on Friday. <laughs> I want to see what's going on there. But anyway. We- I, I, I literally – Saw the reviews and because most of the reviews on this product are made up. Obviously, they're just really? good. Yeah. How many? How many say verified purchase? Yeah, that. So I just flipped a verified purchase. There's like a dozen people's real like names, real reviews. Uh, yeah, actually, wow. there's one. And here's yeah. here's a review from 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 Kenny. Uh, you know, you're like, oh god. Yeah, they're all initials. George Takei left one. That's got to be bullshit. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> this is too much. Nice. Come on. Yeah, now, now, now watch me trying to explain my Amazon history to my wife. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> uh, Mike, I, I have questions. I'll be like, uh, I, have, I have questions. It's for the show. It's for the show. She's like, yeah. Yeah, I think... I think um, I think at any point that you order 55 gallons of lube, either your life is too good or you have too high hopes. Yeah, I just want to see uh I just want to see uh, Ryan make a <laughs> make something out of that. It's a lot different than those little $3 mouth things that he made the uh the sign <laughs> yeah. out of. Yeah, Ryan, go yeah, wild. Get on it, buddy. <laughs> oh, boy. The slide into this project. The gauntlet has been thrown down. <laughs> anyway, Good times. Well, we did an hour. Um, yeah. So yeah. So thanks, go, guys. I appreciate the advice. Yeah. Get off your ass. You're going to be dead soon. Like this is. Uh, I'm going to be dead, and there's nobody else that's going to do my vacations for me. I am the only person. Basically, much like, much like everything else in my life, I am the only person that can do it. Yeah. And again, just remember, um, as, as I've said before, and I'll say again, you're you're alive for a little while, and then you're dead for a really long time. So. Um, oh. And you're not really sure how much that's longer you're gonna be alive. Vacation. So go do shit. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, go do shit. That's true. We, we get into a lot of existential talk if we go beyond that point. Yeah, it gets weird. So it does get weird. But I mean, yeah. not like 55 gallon drum. I don't of think that's weird. Weird. You don't <laughs> yeah. think 55 gallon drum of personal lubricant is weird? Yeah, no. Actually, the first thought I had was I had to go to my um, niece's first communion, and uh, they have the holy water. <laughs> oh. All around yes. the Catholic Church, and uh, it'd be funny to just go and take some of that, scoop it out, and then fill where the holy water is. People like you know tap their foreheads to do their <laughs> the act of contrition with that instead, and just see how many people come out all glossy. <laughs> so I know it doesn't make me no, a good person. We, but it would be no, it doesn't make you a good person. Plus, you missed the whole thing. It should be glitter. 
No, no, no. It should be it should be water based petroleum jelly. <laughs> <laughs> you notice Izzy went really quiet. Oh, yeah. He's like, nope, not doing it. Oh, yeah. He's like, nope, nope. You I'm done with this. Me. I have people that like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to keep it that way. Why well, people like me and I don't care. Izzy, no, you guys I you guys know me well. I, I don't talk about religion even if it's joking. I don't talk about politics even if it's joking. I've got a. I don't blame you. I've That's got a, a safe way to go through life. Well, I had to yeah, sit. I, I had to sit through a communion service for a little kid, so I'm still a little bitter. So, apologize. <laughs> but, look, I wasn't saying anything about the Catholic religion. I just thought it'd be funny to have that in the little. Uh, yeah, I'm not making it better, am I? No. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> Love you guys. When you dig in the hole, yeah. stop digging. That's right. <laughs> it's a. Anyway, all right. Well, listen, kids. Uh, that sounds like a country song. Yeah, it's got to be. Um, I don't know why I'd be talking about digging when I'm uh, talking about <laughs> water-based petroleum jelly, but <laughs> never mind. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so listen, uh, guys, uh, maybe I've said too much.com. Find us online at Maybe Podcast. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. That's where we do the majority of the updates. Uh, shows published Monday nights come out on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google, whatever you're into on Windows Phone, um, all that stuff. Uh, people looking for a good uh, app, if by the way, I saw this conversation going around. Overcast on iOS is awesome. Um, Downcast is okay as well. But if you're looking for just a good app that's easy to use, that'll keep you kind of updated, Overcast is probably going to be the best way to do it. Probably costs a couple of bucks, but... It's all right. You're not going to use that money for anything else anyway. But uh, go on vacations. We got we got a couple of Patreon supporters added to the list. What? Yeah. I know. Should, should we read all of their names? No. No, we shouldn't. Uh, it only it only take just a moment. Yeah. We can get through. No, no, this no. Don't very feel very pity, quickly. folks. We can get here. We can get this. Anyway. All right, guys. Well, listen. Everybody have a fantastic evening. Uh, and for those of you listening to this during the day, have a fantastic one of those too. And. Uh, We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. <laughs>